Thank you for tuning into my podcast. The mission of The Authentic Networker is to inspire a new way of being with each other, inspiring each other, championing, collaborating with each other to inspire a successful journey. Each of us wants more than anything to be loved and to matter in our world. Success is a big part of that. So I seek to interview people that have something unique and extraordinary to say about the journey of success in the people business. Authentic networkers are curious connectors, authentically expanding their network. They listen to, are present, and honor the diverse values and experiences of others. If this philosophy resonates with you, I encourage you to study it and share it with your network. Let's dive into another epic interview and learn some of these stories. Hey everybody, Richard Brooke here with another episode of The Authentic Networker. Today, I have a Shackley superstar on with me, Dr. K. Sal. Dr. K. Sal was Shackley's first presidential master coordinator in Malaysia. That's the company's highest rank. And in 32 years, he's built a team with more masters and more presidential masters than there are in all of North America. This is a man with incredible vision and determination. When Taiwan was new to the market, he knew no one. He didn't even speak the language. But Dr. K. Sao built a huge team anyway, and he can now do entire presentations in Mandarin. That should take this, this is too hard, off the table for all of us. He's an amazing leader, coach, and monthly trainer for MC Mentors. We're going to tap into all his great wisdom and stories today and learn more about his message of action being the key to success. So let's jump into it. Welcome, Dr. K. Sao. Now, basically, uh, all along before I met Shackley, uh, I do have many uh, companies, you know, represented by my friend, you know, who came and uh, approached me and spoke to me about the opportunity, you know, and I have never opened my mind for it anyway, because to me, I was, uh, I, I call myself doing well, you know, in whatever I've been doing. I was teaching and also running my own education college. So uh, there was no reason for me to look into something called uh, network marketing, which I had to sell something, you know. And, and all those, all those perceptions, uh, uh, what you call little do I know, it was a wrong perception about the industry. You know, I do not have the big picture about the industry until Shackley came along, until Shackley came along. And, and Shackley came along, of course, immediately, um, I have uh, rejected the opportunity because it's direct selling. Uh, but I'm so blessed that the, the person who approached me and spoke to me about the opportunity uh, never give up on, uh, on my rejection. And he has uh, passed this book to me. He said, why don't you uh, read this book and uh, give me your opinion? <laughs> so so being, being a person who loves reading, you know, I don't mind read another book, you know. And then when, when I get hold of this book, as I, as I flip through this book, I start to think, wow, if somebody wants to write exclusively a whole book about Shackley, that means Shackley must be somebody. That means Shackley must be good. That means Shackley must be number one in some way, you know. So that opened up a little bit of my of my mind, and I started to read this book. And after I finished this book, I 
my, my, my mind is so open and I realized that I have a wrong perception about uh, the industry. I started to realize that the industry have got nothing wrong with the industry, but a lot of wrongdoing in the industry. That means I should not put the industry and the people together. You know, I should look at it separately. You know, the industry have got no problems, but people who are doing it may not have conducted professionally. So what I rejected in the past was actually the wrong conduct of those people, actually not the industry. But I thought I'm rejecting the industry, you know. So, so, so when, when I read this book, I, uh, I, I, I 100% agree with the industry. And I really fell in love with Dr. Forrestie Shackley. And uh, his philosophy and the way he uh, created his uh, products and his life story of how we have gone through challenges and come out of it. And then, of course, um, more importantly, uh, he has also sort of uh, co-created this uh, concept of network marketing uh, with his two sons. And, uh, and the, the whole purpose uh, of his starting this company is actually not so much on making more profit, but is to uh, have, have an opportunity for people uh, to stay healthy by using all those natural products and also at the same time offer them a financial opportunity. You know, so, so that really inspired me. That really inspired me. And, uh, and I, I, also, uh, learned, uh, I, I also learned about that Shackley is number one in many aspects, not only in, uh, in one or two aspects, you know, such as Shackley uh, is, the, is the number one company uh, who, uh, I mean, Dr. Forrestie Shackley himself is the, the person uh, back in 1915, which is already 105 years ago, if you count from this year. You know, back in 1915, Dr. Forrest Shackley have already formulated the first all-natural multivitamin called Vitalized Minerals. You know, so, so I was very inspired and, uh, and uh, I uh, sort of took the initiative without my upline knowing, without the one who introduced to me, because when I see something that I, I, I inspire, I don't need people to push me, to pull me you know, to remind me anymore. So what I did was I actually uh, took a drive to the Shackley uh, Malaysia uh, home office, you know, myself, you know, I took a drive there and I submit the membership application, but I make sure that the upline is the one who spoke to me. <laughs> you know? so, so I signed up and then I told myself, okay, the first thing I need to do is to make sure that I experience the products as what has been told inside this uh, Shackley story with some of the success story of those leaders who have succeeded. And I want to use the product. So I started using the products and I discovered that products speak. You know, whatever is uh, I read from here is now working in my body. You know, I find that I I'm, I'm have more energy, you know, and I, I was also uh, feeling better throughout the day. You know, and I find that my thinking is sharper in many ways, you know, because uh, as an educator, being a, a, a person who teach and also run an education college, my mind have got to work fast, you know, but somehow or other, I felt a little bit sluggish and fatigued sometimes, you know, so, so that's why after taking Shackley, I see I'm alert, you know, I'm able to do things fast, you know, make decisions for other things. So I, I said, okay, if the product works, I believe the business will work, you know. So I started with that intention and I started to share with my students, 
my student parents, you know, and uh, they all got good result from the products. And little do I know, I've already launched into the business unintentionally, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, I, and I remember three months, three months down the road, three months after I started uh, sharing, uh, I would say casually, not, not seriously, uh, just because I'm passionate and excited about the products and the opportunity, I talk to people around me. And three months down the road, I receive a bonus check, you know. And that bonus check is uh, about 3,000 over US dollar. You know, and, and, and I say, wow, that's great. I'm only three months in the business and I've got a bonus check of 3,000 over US dollar. I said, that's great. I said, uh, how does the marketing plan work actually? Actually, I don't understand the plan because nobody did explain to me. Then I went back to the office and I get somebody there in the office to explain to me how I was paid this amount because I don't understand how the money came from. So I went back there and they had to explain to me how the 3,000 US dollar was due to me. <laughs> so that was where I got excited. I said, wow, such a great opportunity, you know. I can uh, even uh, do it, uh, I mean, comfortably and uh, passionately and, uh, and just talk to people and inspire people to be healthier and all those things. And I can be very successful. So uh, from then on, the fourth month onward, I've decided that I must go in uh, all out and I must uh, be full force in it. And 15 months down the road, 15 months after I started Shackley, I became the top rank of Shackley. You know, in Malaysia at that time, it was master coordinator. And then, of course, my business volume grown from zero uh, to more than half a million US dollar a month. Wow. You know, so that was, and, and that was great. You know, that was great. You know, and, and, and I'm a person who know nothing about the business. I have never done anything like this, but I just do it. Uh, excitedly talk to people and I think what have guided me is actually Dr. Forrest C. Shackley philosophy you know because from this book from this book I have been directed to this book written by Dr. Forrest C. Shackley called Thoughtsmanship for Wellbeing Thoughtsmanship for Wellbeing written by Dr. Forrest C. Shackley and this book is all about how to use our power of our thoughts to create the success and the future that we want you know and 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 such a great book and i have been uh, following closely uh, whatever uh, is being taught in this book to uh, pursue and to perform in my business and another book that also helped me a lot is this book the reflection of the philosophy also written by dr forrest c shackley so uh, I, I guess these are the books that really guide me in uh, doing the right thing, you know, because uh, I told myself if I were to uh, march into this industry, I must make sure that I don't do like what those people who have done and I don't like, you know, that means I do, I should not I have the wrong conduct, you know, I should do it. Uh, uh, the, the professional way and do it the way that people will not reject me easily. So I, I went into it, I launched into it and I just make it uh, uh, as simple as, as I think and then just do it in 15 months. You know, I say, wow, that's a great, <laughs> that's really great. Only 15 months, the business can shot up from zero to more than a half a million uh, turnover 
uh, business volume a month. And, and of course, uh, I, I have been uh, in the business for the last uh, 32 years. In fact, I, I only worked very hard for the first, first five years of my business. And after that, I don't think I was working. <laughs> you know, I was just uh, enjoying myself, you know, uh, still conduct training seminars, you know, to my team, you know, doing coaching and uh, mentoring session to my team, but uh, not so much on, uh, on really doing the basic groundwork, uh, even though I'm still in touch of it. But uh, the opportunity came again for me to swing back into the groundwork in 2007 when uh, Roger, uh, the CEO of Shackley Corporation, announced that the Shack, uh, Shackley Taiwan will officially uh, be in operation in 2007. So I've told myself I've been successful in Malaysia and uh, I have uh, almost 18 years of experience building a network uh, in Malaysia and being a very sustainable and, uh, and successful. And I said, it's time for me to launch myself into the global market. So I took the... I took the, what you call the opportunity, and I decided that I want to build a team in Taiwan. You know, so I went there, of course, without knowing Mandarin, because even though I'm a Chinese, but I don't speak Mandarin, <laughs> without having network, but with the right thinking. You know, with the right thinking, I've gone into the market, and, at the, same, and the same thing happened in less than uh, five years. My business now shot up to be more than uh, three million US dollar turnover a month. You know, so so uh, and and that was great. And I've been in the Taiwan market thus far is already thirteen years by now. You know, but my first five years was the one that I really brought in the business and grown to be big. And now they've been very independent. And coupled with now because of the uh, pandemic, the coronavirus pandemic, I couldn't travel to Taiwan. So basically for the last one year, I've been grounded in Malaysia and they are growing there. <laughs> you know? And, and, and I, I really love this business, you know, a business that really uh, allow us to put in a lot of effort and then will experience a lot of... Uh, good lifestyle in future because the income will be continuous when you have done the right thing in the past. You know, so, so, so I, I guess that was how I, I started Shackley, how I met Shackley. And uh, now I'm planning my, myself uh, after the, uh, the pandemic is over, uh, I will be launching my team in uh, North America. You know, it's another country that I want to build up my team. You know, so uh, I guess these are some of it that I want to share. If you have anything you want to ask further. Yes, well, I understand you not only went to Taiwan and launched that business, but you learned enough Mandarin yep. to be able to do your presentations and training. Exactly. That's, you won't have that challenge in the United States because your English is, is excellent. Thank so, you, thank you. I have some uh, metric questions um doctor could, yeah. you tell, could you tell us for example if you remember in your first three or four years how many people did you personally enroll a month okay actually my my uh, i have discovered that my personal enroll was not uh, that many you know i remember when i became a master 
uh, after 15 months in the business, when I became a master, my personal enroll was only 46. 46. Yeah, yeah not too many. So yep. from the 46, I've got 16 of them became business builder. Wow. Uh, so I've got about 30, uh, 30 over percent success uh, in that manner. So after, the, uh, after I became master, I still continuously to do uh, recruiting, uh, but less, much lesser. Uh, and of course, there will be some dropout which I've got to replace. You know, uh, uh, along the years, you have people who came and gone, which is very normal. So I've got to replace the new business builder. So on average, on average, after I became a master, uh, my average uh, personal recruiting is only in between uh, four to five Got a month. A month. Yeah. So yeah. Could, you, could you explain to the audience, what kind of people do you look to present to and what is the initial conversation sound like where you create interest in the product and you move them through their own bias about network marketing? How do you do that? Okay, now basically, uh, I'm a very opportunity-oriented person because I, I find that if we are being very product-oriented, then you end up having a lot of consumer and we end up more on the selling mentality. So basically, in network marketing, if you want to go big, we should not be uh, having selling mentality alone. We must be having business building mentality. So normally, this is how I start my conversation. I will always uh, uh, show excitement, enthusiasm, and passion about what I represent. And I always start my conversation by uh, asking them, by the way, have you heard about this great uh, company called Shackley? You know, so I will always uh, want to be very point blank to ask them instead of trying to hide which company I'm representing. Because I find that in the industry, there are too many people are trying to hide which company they're representing. They sometimes even hide that they are doing network marketing. They're trying to uh, pull you into their meeting before they're exposed to you. So those are the methods that uh, I don't feel comfortable you know, when, 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 uh, when people do it on, on me. So I decided I'm not going to use that method. I told myself that I should be proud that I'm representing Shackley. Uh, because uh, if I want to represent, it simply means that the company must be good, the product must be good, and the industry itself must be good. Otherwise, I wouldn't be in. So if I'm in, why should I hide what I'm, what I'm representing? So that was how I start my conversation every time. I say, hey, have you heard, heard about this great company called Shackley? So normally, uh, people may say, yes, I heard about it. Or maybe people will say, no, I have not heard. So either way, I will tell them, you should find out more about it. Let me uh, share with you. Why don't we get together, you know, and then we can uh, sit down, we can uh, uh, discuss and I can share with you. And then you let me know what do you think. So instead of pulling them to do the business, I'm actually telling them to explore and then give me their opinion, you know. So people are, are more willing to meet up in that manner. Because if I were to be sound very pushy and, and tell them, hey, I've got this great opportunity I want to share with you, you know, can make a lot of money, you know, blah, blah, blah. And people will say, no, 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 no. Because there are too many people <laughs> are saying the same thing from all types of companies. So this is how I start my conversation. 
And I have many who will say, yes, why don't we get together and see what you have got? So in my presentation, I have got a standard way of presentation, you know, for example, I just want to show you, you know, I've got a, uh, I printed this presentation folder. And of course, I also have it in my iPad and of course, uh, uh, in a PowerPoint form, you know, and, uh, and I have a standard way of presentation. I, I lead from opportunity and then the opportunity supported by the great products, you know, uh, so in the opportunity aspect, I normally talk about Dr. Forrest Shakri. I, I also talk about how I get excited and passionate about the opportunity. You know, I talk about uh, 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 what I have experienced after I've got involved in the opportunity and the product. So with my passion and excitement, normally people will at least enroll as a member even if they don't swing into the business opportunity immediately, they would have been taking the products. So I have many, many people who have joined me, uh, even though they are not building the business, but they are using the products for the last 30 years. You know, they love it and they keep coming back. <laughs> they keep uh, re, uh, repurchase the product and they, they even purchase more and more because their, their kids are growing up and then their kids are now using the products. And some of them, their kids are now joining me in my team. You know, <laughs> so I, I'm now already building the second generation. You know, and I love to build younger generation now because uh, I started at 28, and now I'm 60. So, so I said, okay, it's time for me to raise the younger generation. You know, to build them up to become the successor because uh, we won't live forever. One day I'll be gone and there'll be younger generation joining me. And my son, my son have also joined me in the business uh, just about a year ago. Yeah. And, and I'm so happy about it because the opportunity is great and he has evaluated it. And he has been all along using the product. So needless to say, he know the product is good. So now he's in it uh, and I'm building him to be a master soon. Yeah. You know, a couple of years ago, uh, Dr. K, I did a leadership event for Shackley mm -hmm. in the United States, and there were about 300 leaders there. We worked together for two days, and I think about 20 of the 300 were the actual grandchildren wow. of the original Shackley leaders that launched the business. Uh -huh. So their grandparents built it, passed away, left it to the children, the children passed away, left it <laughs> to the grandchildren. What a great opportunity we can, we can yeah, become a, a legacy. That's a generation legacy business. Yeah, that's exactly. If you're presenting to me uh, and you're looking to inspire me to build a sales organization, what kind of questions do you ask me? Okay, now, uh, basically just now, there, there are one, one more question that you have asked just now, I have not directly answered you, which is uh, what kind of people I'm looking for to present the opportunity. Yes. Now, basically, basically, when I was very new in the business, and uh, I spoke to everybody, you know, because I do not know what kind of people will, uh, be a, 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 will make a good business leader. So I do not prejudge anybody. I spoke to everyone, you know, but after I speak to them, I discovered that uh, uh, over the years I have observed 
there are certain type of people who will only end up becoming a consumer. And there'll be also certain type of people who will end up uh, being in the business for short terms. And there will be some, they will be staying with us and, and go for a long term. So <clears throat> normally, I will uh, normally throw a question to people who, who, are, who are in front of me, who want to listen to a presentation and also to prepare them to build the long-term and also a great business with Shackley. Uh, I normally ask them, what do you have in mind in the next three to five years? I normally ask them this question because I find that uh, by, by them answering me this question, I can judge and gauge whether this person is going to be a good leader, a person who, who, will, who will grow big or not. You know, and most people are not able to answer me effectively because uh, they will say, oh, I'll, I'll probably I still uh, have a job. You know, maybe I will get a promotion in my job. You know, maybe I'll, I'll find a good, better job. You know? and, and very few of them talk about their dreams, their future, their vision and other things. So uh, it's easy to shortlist people in that manner. You know, when, when a person started telling me, okay, now I'm working, uh, but I don't plan to work for, for my life, for the rest of my life here. I plan to come out on my own, to start my own company, to do art. Ah, I know this category of people is the one that I want to talk to. Because these are the people who have planned in their life. These are the people who are prepared for something big in their life. You know, they think big and they are pursuing it. So I want to make sure that I can inspire them instead of pursuing what they are having in their mind, they can actually give themselves a chance to have a look at this industry and see how this will fit into what they want. You know? uh, so, so most of the time, uh, I'm able to inspire them simply because even though they want to pursue what they want to pursue, but it may take a lot of uh, uh, other things that they need to gather before they can start their own company. Like they need experience, they need a big capital, you know, and they, have, they are also must be willing to take uh, risks, you know, that they may lose everything, you know. But I am able to tell them here that they don't have to start with a big capital, they don't need experience because everything will be coached to them. And then also they don't take risks, you know, uh, uh, for the future or in, in case if they don't succeed. And I will show them the success story of many people, including myself, and uh, most of them will normally say yes to me. Lately, I've just inspired, uh, uh, lately because I was, I, I was grounded in Malaysia. So I started to build again in Malaysia. So I, I've just inspired a few uh, company owners. You know, they are running their own company. And now, of course, you know, they are facing problem because of the coronavirus. And you know, some of them, they are losing money and they've gone bankrupt, you know, and, and of course, they are still at a younger age and they are still having the drive, you know. So I told them, you know, you should not make the wrong choice anymore. You know, I know you make a lot of money in the past, but look, the difference between you and me is that you are facing problem now, but I'm growing now. You see, so I also told them I have gone through at least the last three decades of uh, the world uh, challenges and uh, what they call uh, financial crisis and I, at least three great financial crises or financial depression for the last three decades and my business growing. So it means that it's actually crisis proof uh, opportunity. So with these uh, people are able to see more clearly and they, will, and they will join me. So the first thing I'm looking for are people who have dreams, 
and people who think big and people who want to uh, grow and succeed in life. So this is the first category of people that I normally work with, you know, and they will be the great contributor to my team instead of just the small contributor. So, okay. okay. So can we talk about onboarding? So if you sit down with me and you present Shackley and you ask me about my dreams and I say, okay, I want to do this. Let's do this together. Teach me how to do it. Mm -hmm. What is your process for bringing me along and finding out if I'm serious, if, if I really can match my actions to my words, if I have integrity and how do you coach me and how do you train me and how do you help me so that I can follow the same journey you followed? Okay, that, that, is a, that is a great question. And, and I love answering this question because these are the, these are the things that most people ask me uh, as I'm doing coaching to my, uh, my business leader team in Taiwan, in Malaysia. And also now I'm coaching some of them in, uh, in North America. And these are the common questions that people ask me. And, and I think this is a great question. And everybody should ask this question if they are inspired to grow in the business. So, uh, so now, um, when, when a person shows sign of uh, uh, interest and also uh, excited about what I've shared and present to them, the next thing I want to do is I want to move them into commitment. You know? then I, I, I would want to tell them there are two commitments which is uh, very critical here uh, in uh, building up and becoming successful in this business. The first commitment is called the uh, time commitment. Okay, that means you must find time for your business because uh, uh, everyone that, I, uh, that, that we speak to uh, normally already have something uh, in their head. Probably they are working. Some of them maybe they are in their own business. So you have got to let them know that this is a business that you cannot just take it lightly because it's a big business. It's something that will grow very big. You know? So you cannot just take it lightly. So I will always tell them that uh, it requires full-time mentality even though you are still part-time. It means to say that people cannot just take this business as a part-time business with part-time mentality. Because if they start part-time with part-time mentality, chances are they will not break through, they will not grow because people with part-time mentality naturally will not be so committed. They will, they will just wait for when they have time or as and when they can do it, you know. So these are part-time mentality people. But people with full-time mentality, they will find time to do their business in spite of how busy they are in their, in their other businesses or in their other job, you know, they will still find time to do it. So I will talk to them about time uh, commitment. And then the next thing I will talk to them is about the effort commitment. You know, I will tell them that, look, when you have, say, three to four hours a day for your Shackley or maybe even two hours for your Shackley, you must fill up that two hours, three hours or four hours with a lot of activities and put in the consistent effort. That means there is, there is no such thing as they sit there and try to recruit a few people and hopefully these people grow and they, be, they become successful. So I will, started, uh, I, I will start to uh, mindset them so that they know what are the commitment they, that they need. So the first is the time commitment. The second is the 
uh, what they call effort commitment. And in the effort commitment, I will start to talk about the activities commitment, uh, such as the basic activity of like prospecting, recruiting, presentation, uh, in-home presentation. I will also talk about uh, my system weekly activities. You know, uh, I, I I will start to expose to them about uh, my team uh, uh, duplication system and the core activities in the duplication system. You know, I will talk to them about my weekly meetings, uh, my monthly seminars. You know, I will even give them uh, uh, the date of my whole year uh, seminar dates and the and the weekly meeting. Uh, venue and dates. So when I give them all these things, the next thing I will do is I will observe whether do they follow my suggestion. So if I see that they don't follow my suggestion, I know they just have verbal commitment without the action commitment. So I will work with people who follow suggestion. You know, uh, they started to come for meeting, they started to uh, find time and then I will set goal with them and then I will work with them. You know, I, I, will, I will go for a few first uh, opportunity presentation with them to show them how I do it so that they can observe and I can coach them after they observe so that they will be learning even faster if I just coach them by theory. You know, so I would love to teach people through action instead of just theory. You know, because after they show, they, they, they saw me in action, then I have conversation with them. I'll ask about what they have observed. And then I will show them how to do effective presentation. You know, so there are, there are, there are a lot of, uh, uh, in, fact, uh, in fact, anyone who joined my team, you know, they will go through a series of orientation and training and coaching. You know, we have the new business leader orientation, and then I'll move them to the new business leader coaching session. And then after that, I move them to the leadership seminars, you know, and then I will move them to, uh, to, uh, to, be, to be further as they grow, you know, to coach them about how to become a good mentor and how to become a good coach and so on and so forth. So there is a, a, a proper series of this uh, a training module for, for them to start even up until they become master and presidential master. I still have uh, things that I can coach them. Yeah, so, so uh, it's very well organized in that manner, yeah. Okay, so this is a leadership development question. Okay. How do you manage, lead, coach people so that you don't end up doing things for them, finding out information, answering questions, they could figure out for themselves, but they end up going to you because you're better at it, right? You have a better answer. You can find it quicker. How do you separate people from needing you? Another way to ask it is, how do you lead people away from enablement to empowerment? That would be great. You know, I... I think what you are talking about is what I've been doing and I've been talking to my team, especially those who are already mentors and coach. I tell them you must learn how to equip and uh, empower. If you do not equip your people and empower your people, you'll end up working for them instead of working with them. 
You know, you see that there are a lot of people make this mistake in the industry. You know, they they end up working for those people instead of working with those people, because those people will uh, will channel everybody to them, and even a small small thing also they 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 will they will let you do it. You know, because you are better. Okay, all right. So so this is what I do. When I started uh, when I started building a new business leader. You know, I will do a lot of my setting for them. I will talk to them about uh, you are uh, you're owning this business. This is your business. You're not doing it for anybody. You're doing it for yourself. So you must have the ownership of the business. So in order to have the ownership of the business, you must learn everything that is needed to learn, practice everything that needed to practice, so that you can teach and coach and duplicate others to do the same. So I will emphasize uh, the the word duplication, you know, and I'll emphasize uh, what we call uh, equipping and empowering. Okay. So now, um, if you want to duplicate something, it means to say you must be good at those things, and then you show people how to do it, and then you teach them how to do it, and then you delegate to them to do it, so that they start doing it. And they will be able to continue doing it on their own without you, okay? Otherwise, when you when 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 you're not around, the business will go down, okay? So this is this is what this is what I do every time when I when I when I speak to a person, I will prepare them mentally like what I said just now, so that they are more well prepared to do it. So I will I will start with a new builder by doing this thing called the on the job training. It means to say that I will go out with them, and then for the first appointment, normally I'm the one who do the presentation, show them. But before I I I gone into the presentation, or even before I arrive at the appointment, I will already mindset them. I said, you make sure that when I'm doing what I'm doing, you must be sitting there and observing everything, instead of uh, maybe. Uh, Playing with a smartphone, uh, maybe uh, doing something else. You know, you should not do that because I'm not coming here to do that for you. I'm coming here to show you how to do it. So it is important that you must sit right beside me and observe everything of what I do until the end of the appointment. And then I will tell them that after this appointment, I would want to listen from you what you have observed from my action just now. So they have got no choice but to sit beside me, observe everything, and then I will uh, will have a drink with them after the appointment and ask them what have you observed. So then I will I I I will find out whether have they observed what I want them to observe or they need to observe. Okay. Then I will also highlight to them things that they have not observed, and I will also tell them why do I do that. You know and. And why do I, for example, why do I ask that type of question? And how do I launch into the closing? And how do I sign up a, a distributors? And 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 how do I switch from the uh, the product to opportunity and so on and so forth? So these are the things that I, I want to coach them. So that is the first appointment. So then I will still go out with them the second time, the second appointment. So in the second appointment, I will say, okay, now you have heard from me uh, the, the last time. This time, why don't you do what I have been teaching you to do? So I will push them to do the presentation, and I'll be sitting quietly 
even though they do it badly. Even though they do it badly, I will not take over. Because to me, I told them, when I go out with you, you are my VVIP, not the prospect. The VIP is you, it's not the prospect. Because this mindset is very important because many of them will, will think that if I were to bring my upline, my upline sure will help me to sign up this, uh, this prospect. But to me, I want them to know that the prospect sign up or not, not important. But the most important one is that you learn. So I, I, I would want them to make sure that they do everything, even though they do it badly, I will sit quietly. I'm not participating, you know. Because if I were to intrude and I will go in to participate, then they will lose confidence. They will start to think that, you see, I can't do well. That's why my upline have to take over. You know? So I don't mind losing that prospect, but I do not want to lose the serious builder. Okay? So after the second appointment, if they do it badly, I will, I will give them some, uh, what they call feedback. I will tell them that, look here, um, uh, congratulations for your breakthrough. You know, this is your, this is your first presentation. And I can see that you already have a, a, the flow of the presentation. And uh, I would say for the first timer, you can consider you have done well. Uh, nevertheless, I want to point out a few uh, areas that you may improve further. You know, so, so I'll go into the, 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 the uh, what you call the coaching on the improvement and so on and so forth. And that will be the second appointment. Then I will still go out the third time with them. The third appointment, of course, they will be doing the presentation. I'll be still sitting there listening. And I can guarantee you the third appointment, they'll be doing so well compared to the second one. You know, so after the third appointment, I will graduate them. I will say, congratulations, you are able to go on your own uh, to do presentation and to talk to anyone they want to talk to. And you just have got to come back to me and ask questions as and when you want, you know, uh, seek advice as and when you want, but you are basically able to do on your own. So three times the maximum, three times. I will not go the fourth time. Because if I start to go the fourth, the fifth, the sixth time, that's it, they will be dependent on me already. Okay? Uh, great leadership secret there. You have to be more committed to their success than your own popularity. Exactly. You are right. <laughs> You're right. All yeah. right. So next question. What's the biggest mistake in the last 32 years? What's the biggest mistake you've made in building Shackley? And maybe you made it once or maybe it was a bad habit. Okay, now uh, I remember. I remember when I when I first started Shackley, uh, probably because I was very inspired with the products. So I did make mistake by actually uh, talking more on the product, selling the product for a start, you know. And uh, that was at least in my first three months, you know, okay. in my first three uh, three to six months. So because the product is good, I've been using it. I feel good. And my opening remark is always, hey, have you heard about this great product? Hey, have you heard about this great product? Hey, have you heard about this? So in the first three months, basically I gathered a lot of consumer, but very little business builder because nobody is looking at the business where I was not talking about it. So I believe that if I, would, I may consider it as a, the greatest mistake in my 32 years, I think that that is the one that is really outstanding. You know, because after that, I started to realize that that's not the way to build the business because I will be 
uh, ultimately very busy selling product, moving product, you know, delivering product instead of enjoying building the business. So I switched from being product oriented to become a business oriented and let the product become the great support for the business. Right. Yeah, I think that is one of the greatest mistakes that I have. Yeah. I imagine you have taught that mistake to everybody you've enrolled. I, uh, I started off uh, everyone by telling them some of those mistakes I made in the past so that they can avoid, you yes. know, especially being, especially, uh, being product oriented, you know, and uh, may, should be business oriented. And then, of course, I have also, uh, uh, I mean, along the way, there are some small mistakes here and there that we tend to commit, you know, because we, we, are, we are not perfect. You know, as a human being, we are never perfect. And, uh, and uh, as, as, as we are going along, we are also learning from our, from our own mistakes. So I, I also will share with them some of those things that doesn't work. You know, some of those things that I, I find that uh, I've done it and, and it doesn't really work. And uh, even if work also is very little percentage, it's not worth the time. So I would want them to uh, focus on the, the activities that really work and bring results faster. Yeah. So then the opposite of that, I'm going to ask you, what's the smartest thing you've done in 32 years? But you can't use the opposite of the biggest mistake. So don't give me the answer that you focused on being a networker and a sales leader. Aside from that, mm -hmm. what's the smartest thing you've mm -hmm. done in 32 years to build Jackley? Okay, now I think to start off with that, uh, I would say I always want to uh, uh, pay due to my smartest thing is called uh, the, the decision that I make to take Shackley as my lifetime career. Now, um, I know many people are, are what you call uh, are rejecting the opportunity. I mean, especially when it is uh, direct selling or network marketing, but I was uh, brave enough and bold enough uh, to even uh, uh, go into it full time and taking as a lifetime, even though the future is very uncertain for me because I've never done this and uh, and most people are rejecting the opportunity and, and, and the industry, you know, during that time. So I make that uh, commitment. I say, look, this is going to be my uh, lifetime career. And I make a firm decision that there is no turning back. So I believe that is the smartest uh, mis uh, strength that I have and the, 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 the thing that I make. And uh, then on, I have been progressing, you know. So... Uh, uh, if it's be it because of the, uh, what you call the decision that I make, the firm decision that I make that actually allow me to put my full heart into building the business. So I've given up my teaching uh, profession. I've given up my college. You know, I, I plunge into it full force after, uh, uh, after the third month in the business. I already give up all those I've been doing. Uh, I lost the income of what I have there but I built the income here quickly, you know, and I, I never turn back anymore. Even though I face challenges, you know, I have crises along the way, but a, a firm decision is always there. And because of the firm decision, that led me to have the vision and the mission of why I should stay in the business. 
you know. So basically, I, I am very uh, influenced by Dr. Forrest C. Shackley teaching and Dr. Forrest C. Shackley, uh, what they call vision, you know, so become a visionary leader. Yeah. He was a great visionary leader and he articulated it so well in his writings too, which is exactly. Um, so next question. Um, I'm a new Shackley distributor and I want to build something. Tell me briefly, what are three things I must do? Let's say in the next month. I'm starting off. I want to build a team. I want to gather some customers. I want to do it right. I want to do it as fast as I can do it, but I want to do it right. What are the what are the three most important things I must do in the first month or two? Okay, all right. So now, uh, prior to the the activity that you must do in the first month or two, I think the mindset is is the first uh, important uh, criteria a person must have. Because if a person has decided to do something and build, I, I would want to make sure that they start with the right mindset. You know, if they do not start with the right mindset, chances are they will, go, they will give up along the way. So the mindset that I want them to have is that they, they must not take this as uh, what they call an opportunity for them to try to see whether it works or not. Because anything that they try will not work very well or will not work at all. So I would want them to know that this is not something for you to try because Shackley has been proven for the last, uh, by now it's 60, almost 65 years. And the product has been proven for 105 years. So there's nothing to try here. Everything has already worked. And even I have been successful for 32 years. So you don't have to try whether what I teach you work or not or the system that I have worked on, you don't have to try. So I want to set their mind in that manner so that they don't come in with a trying mentality. They come in with the uh, committed and the devoted mentality. So when they are committed and devoted, it's easier for me to tell them what to do and coach them to do, and they will do. But if they do not have the right mindset, they will just try and halfway through, they will give up. So this is prior to tell them what to do you know, the mindset. So once I do the mindset for them, then I would want to ask them about what they expect to achieve uh, in, uh, with their involvement in their Shackley business uh, for the next three to six months, uh, the short-term one. You know, because when I, when I talk about a goal, I normally talk about long-term, medium-term, but then I will nail down to the short-term what they want to achieve in the next three to six months. So most people will come and tell me that they, they will expect to make a couple of thousand uh, a month after six months in the business. Then I will tell them, okay, let's say if you want to earn a $3,000 uh, of income a month, six months from now, let's say. So what should you do in the next six months when you want to earn the 3000 How much volume will give you 3000 income? So how to build out that volume? And at what rank you must be, you see. So I would tailor make uh, uh, what they call their, their activities according to the goal that they want to achieve and according to the time that they are willing to commit. 
because some people that they, when they uh, most people join me or join us, they normally are still part time. So maybe they still have their day daytime job. So I would tell them that look after your working hours. You should invest your time to build Shackley. Let's say they are willing to invest four hours. So then I will tell them what should they start in that four hours. What should they do in that four hours? Uh, and how consistently they should do it. How many presentation they have to make. You know, so that they can earn the three thousand a month at the end of six months. You know, so these are the things that I, I want to do and have conversation with them, so that I can tailor make uh, for them what to do. Okay, and then I will tell them what are the activities to do. You know, the most important uh, uh, activities that they must have is to make sure that they prepare themselves the prospect list. That means they must have in their mind who they want to start talking to. You know, and I always tell them uh, they they should have warm market. You know, and they should have lukewarm market, and they will have the cold market. And the cold market is always the biggest market. But they may not start with the cold market because they are new, so they can start with the warm market and the lukewarm market to be to become uh, to become familiar in sharing and presenting, and then they can go to the cold market where they are able to handle more rejection and objection from those people who are not uh, saying yes. Okay, so so then I would want them to make sure that they list down the prospect list, and I urge them to at least list down two hundred names. Whoa, yeah, because I told them if you don't force yourself to list down two hundred names, chances are you will be pre-selecting and you'll be pre-judging. Because the first round, when a person joins the business, they should not judge anybody immediately. Right. You know. Ah, so I will I will urge them to have write two hundred names and and the 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 what they call the the surprise is that most of them come back to me with more than two hundred names. Wow, <laughs> some even three four hundred names. So I I told them okay now you have got this list of name now can you pick up the top twenty that you want to talk to? Who are the top twenty people they want to talk to? Let us discuss about these people. Then you tell them who they are. And then I will share with you how to approach them. So I will coach them immediately how to approach these people, and I will even tell them that I will be with you in your first two or three appointment. Okay. Ah, uh, so this is the first thing. Then, of course, uh, I will tell them about uh, making sure that they are consistent in their daily activities. That means this business doesn't build out by occasional uh, massive effort. It should be a consistent effort instead of just occasionally you are very massive in your effort. So I would tell them at least uh, even if you are part time, you must do one presentation a day, at least one presentation a day, and do not worry about you get a yes or no, because you count the effort but don't count the result first. Because right. when a new person when they join they they start counting result they get disappointed very fast. So I told them all efforts will lead you to a bigger result, even if it's a no. And I even created, uh, I even created, I even created this chart. I even created this chart called zero to millions, zero to millions. I even created this chart to show them how they can build from zero base to more than million business volume by counting their efforts. 
So I told them if they can complete this chart in the next three to five years by doing just one presentation a day, that means they should complete a thousand presentations after three years. You see, so I have created all these tools for them so that they can stick it on the wall. They can stick it on the wall. And every day when they come back, uh, they will either put a tick or put a cross. If they get a no, they'll put a cross. If they get a, a, a yes, they put a tick. You know, so by, by then focusing on their effort, the, the, the what they call the, uh, the possibility for them to uh, give out easily will be lesser. Right. You know, so I, I prepared everything uh, from, uh, from very uh, elementary things to very advanced things for my team so they can have all the tools you know, to use uh, to guide them to build and become successful. And, and I even have this, uh, uh, this uh, what I call the 50K project that I, I call how to earn 50,000 or more a month. You know, in the next three to five years. You wow. know? So, so all these things are fully guided. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Last question. What does the future hold for you and Shackley together? Where do you see the company going? Where do you see you going? Okay, now um, I have actually uh, dropped out my uh, next decade uh, vision and mission, you know, uh, from 60s to 70. You know, I, I started Shackley, so I have uh, three decades with Shackley now 30 to 40, 40 to 50, 50 to 60. So now I'm at the end of my, my uh, third decade and I'm launching into my uh, what they call the next decade. So I've drawn out my next decade, which I'm going to establish uh, in two more countries, built in two more countries beside, beside the, the one that I've already have now. And one of the country is definitely uh, North America. And then I will work along uh, uh, closely with Roger to see uh, which country that he's going to uh, go into. And I also want to build in one more country uh, to establish my team. Uh, in the next uh, decade, in the next 10 years, okay? And uh, I'm very passionate to develop uh, at, at least 100 presidential master in my team globally uh, in the next 10 years, you wow. know? And, and of course, all these things have got to come along very, uh, what you call, uh, working closely with whoever I, I work with uh, because uh, this is not a personal effort, it's all the team effort. So I've cast this, uh, this vision to my team uh, at, in the beginning of this year and all of them are catching the vision and they are working towards it together, you know, in Malaysia and also in Taiwan. And of course, the more importantly is that uh, Shackley is an opportunity that have a great future because currently we are only operating in six, seven countries. And uh, there are many, many more countries that we, are, we have yet to launch the business. And I believe uh, Roger have got plan for that. And I'm going to work very closely with his plan, you know, uh, partnering with him uh, to build uh, uh, as a business leader in the countries that Roger want to launch, you know. And of course, um, North America is definitely one of my passion uh, country that I want to develop because it is a home base of Shackley. Uh, uh, it's a birthplace of Shackley, uh, also Dr. Forrestry Shackley where I would love to develop my team there and leave legacy also in uh, North America. Okay. You will, 
you will do very, very well in North America. I'm, I'm curious, I just thought of this question. How do you feel about how fortunate you and everybody in Shackley are to have Roger Barnett being carry, carrying forward the legacy, the wisdom and the philosophies of Dr. Shackley? Well, I, I, I get very inspired and very uh, uh, assured, you know, the first time when I uh, have face-to-face -face meeting with Roger, uh, when he came to Malaysia in uh, January 2005, you know, he took over Shackley leadership in, uh, I think, February 2004, you know, and he, his first visit to Malaysia was January 2005. But prior to his visit, he have actually uh, called me up to have a conversation through the phone. But uh, our first uh, met was in January 2005 and he came to Malaysia. And I still remember our conversation then. You know, I still remember our conversation then. Uh, we had dinner and, uh, and uh, he asked me a couple of questions. He said, uh, how long I've been in Shackley? You know, and I told him uh, then I was in Shackley for 16 years, you know, and he congratulated me for my achievement, my success, because I was always a top achiever from Shackley, Malaysia, you know, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, he said this, he said this, he said, uh, Dr. Kesor, uh, this is what we're going to do as a partner, you know, you are going to keep on doing what you have been doing, leading your team building up your team, not only in Malaysia, also in future in all the countries that we are going to go in, you know, providing leadership that's necessary, keep inspiring them and make them grow and so on and so forth. But my responsibility and my partnership is that I want to make sure that I will keep up Dr. Forrest C. Shackley legacy. I will keep it intact of every great philosophy left behind by Dr. Forrest C. Shackley, especially in terms of producing the all-natural product, which is called in harmony with nature uh, and good health products, and also making sure that everything that I do will be in harmony with nature and in harmony with the philosophy of the legacy of Dr. Forrest Shackley. So he just said that a few words and it made me so inspired and so excited. And, uh, and I know I'm very assured that this partnership will last. You know, because sometimes we are, we are quite uncertain when a new ownership is uh, there. They may just make any changes that they like, you know, or, or whatsoever, but not to Roger. Roger is so special and he really know what to keep and what not to keep, you know, and that's wonderful. And it, it have been 16 years I'm partnering with him and I have never had problems. <laughs> you know, I, I've never have, have any complaint or dissatisfaction with him. And, and I'm... I'm, I'm going to be uh, working very closely you know, with everyone who wants to build the business with partnership of Roger Barnett in the future. You know, okay? Beautiful. Dr. Kesau, beautiful story. Such great wisdom. You do Dr. Shackley great honor in carrying forward his philosophy and his vision and adding to it your own philosophy and your own vision in harmony. The three of you, Dr. Shackley, yourself and Roger Barnett are a beautiful force to be reckoned with. And I believe we'll carry Shackley around the world, 200 company, countries, yep. and billions and billions of dollars in sales. 
and millions of people that will enjoy the products and the opportunity. Thank you so much for Thank your Thank you. Thanks, thanks for the opportunity to have this session with you. I'm looking forward. And actually, you're also one of my inspiration after reading this book uh, seven years ago. And I do adopt some of your teaching in the book. And I'm looking forward uh, for the other book that you have already uh, shipped to me uh, on the way. And uh, I would love to uh, get connected with you uh, closely in future. Probably we can uh, meet each other, have a drink, have a dinner. And uh, Hawaii is another good place that I would love to visit. And have you been to Malaysia, by the way? Many times. Oh, that's great. So you always come to Malaysia for a coaching session, a training? It's been a long time, but in the, um, in the 90s, I spent a lot of time in Malaysia and Singapore and Indonesia. Oh, okay. So you, you're very well worse of these three uh, Asian countries. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I, I, I think we will look forward. Uh, hopefully the pandemic is over soon. Probably we can catch up in one of the countries that we are going to meet. And I love talking to you. Thanks for the opportunity. And uh, let's uh, us uh, together inspire more people for this great industry. And of course, for me, uh, the company called Shackley. Bye-bye. Thank you, Dr. Kaysal. Thank you for tuning into the Authentic Networker podcast. There are over 100 episodes to study, including another 100 blog articles at richardbrook.com.